you take this woman as your lawful wedded wife? Ooh, yeah! Oh, no. Place the ring on her finger and repeat after me. With this ring. With this ring. I thee wed. I thee wed. Hello and welcome to With This Ring, episode 41. I'm your co-host, Ryan Everett. I'm your co-host, Cindy Everett. And on our last episode, we finished up our GWW list, looking at the nine-year career of Randy Savage, and we covered it all in a mere 45 minutes. Yep, got all the way through it. Yep, nothing missed. <laughs> and then we came up with the idea. Well, you. Yes, I, well, I gave you the choice. <laughs> That's true. I came up with the proposal. Yes, and I accepted. Yes, like, oh. like, this, like the episode, <laughs> like the show. And decided to go 25 years back in time to yeah. watch. 25 years ago. Yeah. Crazy. To an earlier time. To watch the 19... Different norms. Yes, time. definitely. Because <laughs> most of the signs are calling someone gay one yes, way or another. Or to suck something. Yes. Well, yes, obviously. Kind of gets in that right. same vein. Yeah. But definitely. 1998 WWF, which is probably one of the most pivotal years in their existence. It's really kind of what helped slingshot them over WCW and become mm. like the... So at this point, were the ratings pretty much even? Or in January, January 98, it was still WCW. Oh, okay. But they had had their big, their match that they had been building for like 18 months, Sting versus Hulk Hogan. Oh. As Hollywood Hogan, leader right. of the NWO versus the new dark and mysterious Sting and his oh, black like and white. hair, black yeah. and white Sting. So yeah, they built yeah. that for 18 months. 18 and months. It, and it should have just been Sting killing Hogan. Like right away, but they didn't. They did the convoluted finish. Uh, That's kind of where the chinks in the armor started to appear for WCW. And WWF in November looked like they were about to die. They just lost their biggest star, Bret Hart. Oh, that's right, yeah. And Steve Austin had a broken neck, and no one was really sure mm. how he was going to come back. But they turned it around, and as we'll see with the 1998 Royal Rumble, yeah. it was kind of... It set the course for the next year. Okay. So I decided what we'll do on these is I'll give a quick, I'll have a timer okay. before the Jeez, show okay. starts, and we'll give a quick, I'll try to wrap up as much as I can in three minutes. Okay. Usually it'll be two, but this time might require a little longer. Okay. Okay. So. <laughs> the timer has started. So after the 1997 Survivor Series, the Montreal screw job. Oh yeah. I'm familiar with that. Yeah. So Bret Hart. Loses the title to Shawn Michaels. Later in the locker room, he punches out Vince McMahon. Yep. And then two weeks later on Raw, they have a sit-down interview with Jim Ross and Vince McMahon. And Vince McMahon gives his side of the story. Okay. And it ends with him saying, Brett screwed Brett. Oh. And that's basically the beginning of the on-screen Mr. McMahon character. Gotcha. At the same time, Steve Austin had come back from the broken neck, beat Owen Hart at Survivor Series, but was still like, not really wrestling full-time yet. Because he was already pretty popular. Yeah, he and getting injured actually helped him more. Because ah. it kept him on TV, and he just stunned people. And, and he got, loved it. Yes. Yeah. So at the Rock Bottom pay-per-view, he fought... Or no, sorry, the DX pay-per-view. He fought the Rock for the Intercontinental title. And this is the match where he drives the car to the ring. Oh, yeah. So the next night on Raw, Steve Austin wins that. So the next night on Raw, 
Vince McMahon comes out and says that since Steve Austin put everyone in all the fans in danger, he has to come out and have a rematch with The Rock tonight. Okay. Steve Austin comes out and says he's not going to do that. He throws the IC belt to The Rock and like, here, you, I don't want this. I want the world title. Oh. I'm entering the Royal Rumble. Mm. And then he also knocked Vince McMahon like off the ropes to like start them yelling at each other, which they would continue to do for the next 26 years. <laughs> Started the lovely relationship. Yes. 26 years is only 25 years ago. Oh, he's talking 1997. Yeah. Okay, I got it, got it. So then from there, Steve Austin enters the Rumble and he starts stunning everyone in the weeks leading up to the Rumble, saying he's a marked man, so he's going to get everyone. Okay. Then at the other end, you have Shawn Michaels, world champion. Yep. And now a member of Degeneration X. Just started Degeneration X. And kind of out of nowhere, they just announced that he's going to be facing The Undertaker hmm. at the Royal Rumble with a world title and a casket match. So they weren't feuding? They, were still... they were kind of been feuding, but not for a couple of months. Huh. But The Undertaker is the guy who you could always slide in to That's a title true. match. So we got that whole build up. And then, at the same time, The Rock is starting a feud with Ken Shamrock, okay. who had kind of run through the rest of the Nation of Domination. And The Rock was still pretty new. Yeah, he was still new, and he was just starting Maybe. to kind of become the... He was The Rock, Rocky Maivia. That's right, yeah. And at the same time, the Road Dog and Billy Gunn, the New Age Outlaws, they've oh, been put together yeah. in, like, October. Yeah. And right away were pushed as, like, the ta- won the tag titles and were feuding with the Legion of Doom. Gotcha. Then they also started a feud with Cactus Jack and Chainsaw Charlie. Obviously. Which we'll get into more yeah. as the months go on. Okay. So, yeah, that's about it. Well, I think we'll stop. Yep. There's right the there. Well, I asked you a couple questions. So right. Am I yeah. allowed to do that? Yeah, that's fine. You don't have to pause. I like that on the iPhone that you can pause your timer. So yeah. I have to pause for the questions <laughs> I'm asking you. So we'll get through that. I think that kind of sets the stage for the Royal Rumble. Yep. The big pay-per-view, the first big pay-per-view of the year. And I, and I guess D-Generation X, were they relatively new, or that was the other kind of the, group that kept popping up? No, that was like October 97 is when they officially formed. Oh, okay. So they were all still kind of new. Got it. Got it. They were the, the heels. Yes, they were the big-time heels of I'll the company. With the, it's kind of weird, like, mesh and <laughs> started, like, started attire. Yes. Okay, but okay, so then, so now what do you want to do? you want to do two minutes for each match? Or what, uh, well, what's your... <laughs> not kind of, just kind of go over it. Oh, yeah, I okay, mean, okay. Some you of the matches time, won't... You just want to time your... Right, so you don't go on for 20 minutes about February 1998 WWF. Well, this isn't February. Well, I'm just saying in the future. <laughs> I got To you. give me a limit. Okay, fair enough. That was self-imposed. Yep. I'm not going to limit you. All right. So tell me about Goldust and Vader. Why were they so Goldust had in November he had in kayfabe a divorce from his wife Marlena. Okay. And started being called the artist formerly known as Goldust, and kind of started just dressing up as weird things each week. Like okay, yeah. At the December pay per view, he came out as a Christmas tree. Oh, that's fun. At well, and the New Year's it. Raw, he they, he came out as the New Year's baby. Nice. And Steve Austin threw him in a porta potty. Obviously. Because why wouldn't you? I didn't even know a picture of him as a Christmas tree. <laughs> Gold dust. Gold dust is. Yeah, I find it faster. Christmas. Uh, there you go. 
like it wasn't oh, a great thing. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. That's not what I thought it would be. But all right. <laughs> Yep. There he is. Okay. And All right. Well, good I think at this point, Santa Claus came out and it was Vader. Oh, I think and beat him up. Oh. No, it wasn't McFoley's turn yet. Okay. So they had been feuding because at the Survivor Series, Goldust was put on Vader's team but walked out on him. So oh. Vader was upset with him. Okay. Basically. Long story short. Yes. Okay. Yeah, because the outfit was a little distracting. Because yeah, it was. Extreme sparkle thong and. Yeah, the full bodysuit. Yeah. Yeah, it was a odd look. Yeah. When he didn't have, like, an actual costume, his outfits were kind of weird. Like, just bodysuits with a random thong on the yep. top of it. Yeah, so didn't, I don't know if it was just, like, whatever he could find backstage. Just yeah, just. Throwing it on. Yeah, I'm not sure where um, he was getting those outfits from, but. But it was, it was quick. It was good. I was, I yeah. was entertained. Luna, there was a female wrestler out there. Yes, Luna Vachon. Yes, and then. I was very impressed that Vader the Vader bomb with Luna on his back. Yeah, they yeah. both they both fall on the gold dust best. and the five hundred pound, the four hundred, five hundred fifty pounds of weight. Yeah, does Vader, does gold dust in? Yes, and yeah, Vader wins. That's, so five fifty is Luna plus Vader. You think? Probably Vader's about four twenty, four thirty, and Luna's probably about one thirty, one forty, give or take. You know. Yeah. So that yeah, that was a good start. Yeah, I liked it. It's not. It's under eight minutes, so it's nice right. and quick, but it's energetic for two big guys right. that were going at it. Yeah, kind of sets the stage nicely. And then going know. with quick and energetic, <laughs> we have Max Hi. Mini, Mosaic, and Nova against Battalion, El Torito, and Tarantula. And this is not the El Torito of uh, 2014, who would be with Los Matadores. Oh, okay. Oh, this okay. is a different... A different iteration uh, of a mini wrestling bowl. Yes, this was six, uh, what's the term now? Little minis. People? Six minis. Yes. Wrestling. It was actually fairly good. Yeah. Really fun to watch. With Sonny as the guest Sonny referee. Was the ref that's right, Sonny's the referee. I mean, at first it was just kind of like an awe, but then <laughs> they were good. Yeah. They were like well, high flyer, definitely that we Yeah, it's style. kind of like, because early in the 80s and 90s, early 90s in WWF, the midgets were just for comedy gotcha. wrestling no this was like a and that's what it was myth. called yeah. at the time it was midget wrestling okay yes but in mexico they had minis Mini. okay. which and they oh. had they'd wrestle like regular full matches yeah. just they couldn't really jump off the top rope as well they do <laughs> they here, but not as easily <laughs> yeah it was good i had no idea that was coming and yeah. that was my first time seeing it is it is there one of those at bourbon street probably? yes there is i'm not sure how okay much Should it is though. Revisit that. Yes. Yeah. But if the, the price is right, I would consider it. Yeah. It's a so, Wednesday night, which is odd. Right. I think. Right. I, know I guess they can't that. have. We can discuss that off my. Yes. That, but everyone wants to come to Bourbon Street with us for, <laughs> for the mini wrestling. I think it's in April. I thought it was in May. Maybe. Yeah. Okay. All right. So I don't know. I didn't write down who won. One. I. Just it was the good guys. Max Mini. Max Mini was good. Yeah, he was the face. Oh, I couldn't. He was. Tell. They all had masks on. Yeah, that's true. I mean, he was the face. I know, though. I know, I know. But yeah, him, <laughs> he was always billed as the, the smallest athlete in the world, hmm. which I guess. Were um, you familiar with any of these wrestlers? I mean, they had been on before. Okay. This wasn't their debut. Like, they always kind of had them on, really, it was kind of on pay-per-views where they would just kind of need to spill, fill a 10-minute spot. They just throw the minis out there and yeah. jump around. 
There you go. Awesome. They didn't really wrestle on Raw much though, because they weren't. They didn't have like storylines. Right. Too often. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah, more like special there's guest. Only so many things you could do with six minis who can't speak English. Well, I was gonna say they usually don't speak, even if they do can speak. Like Rey Mysterio doesn't always speak. Well, yeah, he does, and he's right. not a mini. I know. <laughs> he's a full he's, size. He's but he has to wear a mask. Yeah, he talks a lot now though. Oh, does he? He's feeding with his well, his, his stuff, son. son. Yeah. All right. Anyways, I enjoyed this. I thought it was good. I thought the crowd was like pretty good too. Like normal. Yeah, they weren't. Yeah, it was. Very supportive. Yeah. Well, I think because they were like the most athletic guys in the company yeah, at the time. So that is true. It's kind of. Yes. Definitely the most. Well, is Rob Van Dam? Is this gymnastics around still? No, he's in ECW at the time. Oh, of course he is. Okay. So then, kind of next, that what you were alluding to, the, the Rock. Yes. With, Sham, with Shamrock. Which yeah. Which is a little confusing with the name. It could be a little confusing, and yeah. Ken Shamrock was like a. He, fighter, he like, was a UFC, UFC guy yeah. like when it That's was right. first starting. He was like one of the first big guys out of there. And in 97, he came in. And his first WWF appearance was what? Uh, he was the ref for yes. this bloody match. For the Austin, Austin Red Heart match. Yeah. Match. He's, that's his first. Because he had a like, super tight. Like, yes, he has a very shirt. super tight ref shirt that's I think with the bicycle pants. And his sleeveless. Yes. And that's well, a Halloween costume. Yes. <laughs> So he becomes a wrestler after that and is pretty, pushed pretty hard his first year and gets to the point where he actually wrestled at the December pay-per-view against Shawn Michaels for the world title, hmm. but loses that. Or I think he technically wins the match by DQ, but doesn't win the world title, obviously. And then started feuding with The Rock and they were kind of billed as like the two new up and coming stars. Oh, like, okay. you know, even though they're probably both... Well, The Rock was younger, but Ken Shamrock's probably like The Rock's age, and, or Shawn Michaels' age. Gotcha. Anyways. Yeah, he just was new to the company. Right. So they have a... I said this one isn't as good. I mean, I think after those first two, like, this is <laughs> Yeah, this is definitely big. lower Go energy. Go to the bathroom, get some popcorn. Yeah. And The Rock, I mean, still, he's barely a year right. in the wrestling business at this point, so he's still learning. He's still very, like... Chinlock, heavy, rest hold heavy guys. And this is the thing I'm kind of curious to see. Because we've watched a lot of great matches. We haven't seen oh, a lot of like boring, yeah. mediocre matches. Which oh. this I think this was actually still pretty good. But come on, did it follow the minis? Yeah, that's well, yeah, that's gonna be tough. But yeah. I'm anxious to see how you Fair during some of the lower card <laughs> matches, which the Rumble doesn't really have that much of. I mean, right. there were six matches, and I would say just two of them are kind of low energy. Yeah, this one. This is one of them, <laughs> yes. So, Beast Ken one. Shamrock hits the belly-to-belly -belly suplex, gets the pin, but then the Rock gets up and tells the ref to check Ken Shamrock's tights. Well, because... Because earlier, The Rock... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there was... You have to back up. There was some more subterfuge. True. The Rock got some brass knuckles from the Nation of Domination, yeah. hit Ken Shamrock, and then while Ken Shamrock was down, he put the brass knuckles down right the in the his, Right in the Ken niggers, Shamrock's yeah. balls, yeah. Right. And then, you know, Ken Shamrock was declared, declared the winner, but then The Rock was like, hey, check his, check his knickers. Yep. And there was the... The brass knuckles were in there along. The ref opened it and saw Ken Shamrock's crank and a pair of brass knuckles. So, so one of those is well, not allowed. You used one of those and <laughs> you can't hit someone with either of those in a match. 
So Rebuff reverses the decision. Yes. Ken Shamrock. And The Rock wins by DQ. Yeah. yeah, Ken Shamrock's big thing was he'd freak out whenever he lost or got attacked. Oh, so well, he did. He freaks out. He does. Yeah, this one was fine. Yeah, it's it's pushing the story along. It's making The Rock be the heel that just gets by on the skin of his teeth. Gotcha. By cheating, yeah. Yeah. And then... Then next, we have the Legion of Doom challenging for the tag team titles from the New Age Outlaws of Billy Gunn and the Road Dog. I need a visual. One of the guys is like the white guys with the braids, right? Yeah, that would be the Road Dog. Let me see. New Age Outlaws... 1998. I watched this too long ago, but I still like. I'm trying to think. Are those are the older guys. Yeah, they're. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. And this was in somewhere because. Yeah, it was in, in Green Bay San Jose. That's right. And they were wearing yeah the Packers jerseys. Yeah. Because the Packers beat the 49ers in the NFC title game the That's week before. Right. Yeah. So I said it's a strong start. Um, the road dog starts bleeding from the mouth, which I yeah. don't think was planned. No, I think he got busted hard away. Yeah. And I said they were so far ahead, they eventually win, but keep fighting. And I said, entertaining. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so yeah, the LOD, had, they were like the legendary tag team at this point. Really? Yeah, they had... Pre, Pre-Christian and Edge? Yeah. Oh yeah, they were much bigger than them. Oh. Like... In the early 90s. Like, they were big in WCW in the late 80s, and then they came to the WWF, won the tag titles, and were, like, the top team in the WWF for, like, a year. But Hawk had drug problems, so that kind of went away, and then they came back here, and they weren't... They really weren't getting the same reactions. They had kind of become a little passe. Gotcha. So, yeah, but they have a match here, and... At one point, Hawk gets handcuffed to the ring post. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, the guy with, like, the two mohawks. Yes. Yes. And one of them was shaved. Right. Because the couple weeks before, this was their first match since, like, well, this a, is the December crazy promos who we watched. Yes, yes. Yeah. The LOD, that was their big thing. They were famous for their pre-match promos. Yeah, no, they're, they're good. Yep. Got it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, this was this is good. I mean, you think this, what's the other low point besides? I would say this is just kind so? of. It's, it's, is. it's what it is, yeah. It's better than it's kind of ramping up a little bit after the Ken Shamrock yeah. match, and then we get to the Rumble. Yes, so we have the Fink gives his great rundown of the Royal Rumble rules, and yeah. we hear Cactus Jack's music. Yep. So this is actually, yeah, I, I think we've watched this before. Yeah, I'm or at sure least we have. seen, I, I've seen like you watch clips it. of it. Yeah. yeah. But I really do like how Mick Foley had three different entries for each of his characters. Um, so he starts, and he starts by chucking chairs in the ring. Yes, before so it's even right anyone else is in there. And then his that. next out comes Chainsaw's Charlie and Epi- Terry Funk, mm-hmm. just with a pair of pantyhose on his head. So he was really being lazy with that character. Yeah, well, like, he was... So he came in in, like, the end of 97, and they had planned that it was going to be him and Cactus Jack as a tag team. And they had a thing like, oh, he's going to debut on a box there'll be a big box on the stage for Raw and he'll come out of it. And Terry Funk, for some reason, decided, well, if I'm going to do that, I need to put on some overalls, a pantyhose over my head, and call myself Chainsaw Charlie. So it's Terry Funk. You're not going to argue with him. 
Yeah. Because he'll right, just whatever you want to do. You argue with Terry Funk. He says his horse is sick and he goes home. That's what that he had happens? done to a pay per view in 1993. All right. So they well, were like, sure, you could be Chainsaw Charlie. Okay. Whatever. Yeah. Let's keep him happy. So these two start. You know, they're friends, but they brawl because it's the Royal Rumble. Right. And they're good brawlers. Yes. That's what they do. And um, they give each other sick, unprotected chair uh, shots. Yeah, those are hard to watch. Now. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, different times. How's Terry Funk doing these days? I mean, he's really old. Yeah, that's really He's old. okay, though. He's got his... Is his horse okay? It, well, I mean, he's probably... Horse many died. horses have died. Right. He's 80 years old, but he's still okay. He's old all right got it but he has like his mind at least still gotcha yeah mcfoley's doing pretty good he's got a podcast and mm -hmm. he's doing his uh comedy show still oh yeah we should go look into that one too yeah there's one in illinois anytime hmm. so i don't know if he's going back to the do drop in and nice. south bend well that's you never know there um and so then next is tom brandy oh we're no person by person no no, no. Oh, just, okay i was gonna say just, but long, I like Tom Brandy. He comes in for 12 seconds. Oh, that's it? Gets yeah. hit in the head with a garbage can and tossed and out. Like just, yeah. And then they just start fighting each other again. And then The Rock comes out. Yeah, that and the Rock, Rock is number four. Yes. And they made a big deal about The Rock joining. Yeah. And how's The Rock going to do? And that actually was one of the questions I had for you, and you said save it for the pod, was, you know, do people know, like, when they're going to be eliminated? Like, did Tom Brandy know that he was just He was probably knew, seconds? like, yeah, you're only in there. You have less than 30 seconds. Okay. To get, like, they don't time it out, but they're like, you get, get in, get out before, you get hit with a guard. Yeah, get out before the time, even before the 10 count gotcha. starts. Okay. Oh, and The Rock, this is when they put, this is when they put the garbage yes. can over. <laughs> they put the garbage can <laughs> over The Rock, hit it with the chair. Yeah, that was funny. I yeah. definitely remember watching that. Yeah. Which I still enjoy. And then, so then... We don't really mash Phineas I Godwin, eight ball, uh, the knockoff, yeah, blackjack the, knock, the knockoff, Steve Stone Cold. Yeah, so all his twin brother's skull was beaten up earlier in the night. Skull and eight ball. Yeah. Jeez, oh, they really not a lot of imagination. No, no. Blackjack Bradshaw, who somehow is in there for thirty-five minutes. He might be one of those guys Wait, that. Really? He might be one of those guys him? that they kind of forgot about. They're like, hey, uh, <laughs> you've been in way too long. Old Bradshaw. I would not have guessed that. Yeah. Oh, Owen Hart comes out, and he, at first, he gets attacked oh, by Jeff that's Jarrett. Right. Yeah. And then he comes back later when Jeff Jarrett comes out and attacks him. Yeah, he's kind of all over the place. And then they have Kurgan come out, and he's the big, the big dude Kurgan. Wait, is Kurgan out, or is he the guy? Well, I'm just kind of skipping through some people. Oh, okay. Like Steve yeah. Blackman's out. He doesn't do much. Kurgan comes out, though, and he's... Ken Shamrock. He, everyone eliminates him because he's the biggest guy. Right. So. Gotcha. Mark Miro comes out, and more importantly, Sable's boobs come out. Oh, they he, were out. She yeah. gets a huge pop. In. And he was in there for 19 minutes. He didn't really Yeah, there were a lot of guys. Thrasher, too. Some of these were... Really yeah, some of these guys mm -hmm. just were in way too long. Yeah. Because it's like they were setting up fodder for Stone Cold to run through. Ah, I gotcha. But, yeah. That makes sense. And then at 16, Mankind comes out. The second oh, yeah. McFoley <laughs> face. And, of course, he gets to eliminate Chainsaw Charlie right away since Chainsaw Charlie yeah. eliminated him. So, Terry Funk's in there for 25 minutes for it's pretty a 50-year-old. Wait, so what's the guy who says didn't un un unable to compete due to injuries? That Skull? was Skull. Because oh. earlier in the night, the Lost Barrique was... Attack who oh, they thought was right. Stone Cold Steve that, Austin because it was a bald-headed guy with a bald black goatee. Yeah. 
Oh, okay. So Goldust is that Goldust also, you know, he had an eight minute match and then he rest, he's in for 28, 26, 26 minutes. Um, the Honky Tonk Man, who. He was in there for a while. Too. Yeah, he's in there way too long. <laughs> well, mean, like you said, they kind of had to. Save up, um, but yeah, but he's people. not eliminated by Steve. Like yeah, anyone yeah. that's in there over twenty minutes and not eliminated by Stone Cold Steve Austin that's, that's is like a head scratcher. Yeah. Okay, and then and then it was confusing too when Steve Austin comes out, so his music yeah. hits, and they're all looking towards the entrance. Then he like comes out. He comes crowd. through the crowd and right away eliminates Mark Mero and just starts tossing people left and right. Yeah. Yeah. And then. And that was fun. Yeah. Uh, what did you think of Ahmed Johnson, the big black guy who? Came out with the earrings and the knee pads, like, covering his whole body. And then he gets eliminated and he has the huge wedgie. Oh, that's right. He did have a big wedgie. That is, like, the (laughs) prototypical look of a guy who just does not give a shit anymore. Was he, like, Pat, what was his deal? He was, he came in in 96 and was, like, a huge deal. But he just kept getting injured or injuring other guys. Oh, okay. Like, in 97, he was starting to get a push again. And just to show his luck, it was the first night they had the new, like, the regular announce tables with, like, the the top, you know, not just the table, but, like, with the broadcasters, like, the built-in tables that they have with the monitors in them. Okay, yeah, yeah. So it wasn't just a flat table. I gotcha. So the very first night they have it, he put his hand on it, and somehow there was a nail, and like Ooh. he had a huge rip in his hand Ooh. that he had. To, he was out for like four weeks there. Yeah. It was like anytime Bad something luck. could go wrong. He in earlier '97 he had start. He had turned heel, joined the nation, was going to have a big title match with the Undertaker, blew out his knee, Aww. just couldn't stay healthy. And at this point, he was just kind of like fuck Whatever. it. Yeah, like he falls walking back to the right. <laughs> through the. Owen Hart falls also when walking through the Does he? exit stage. Yeah. Also well, wasn't. Oh yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, like we got the currently. Oh, also we should note when Phineas Godwin gets thrown out, he falls onto the referee. Oh And yeah. poor little Jack Down had quite a concussion. Did he? And somehow stays out there for the rest of the match. Yeah, he he really got crushed. I wonder if like some of the guys stayed in too long because he just wasn't relaying the messages or something. Yeah, probably. Oh, that's right. Yes, then Steve Austin comes out. Then Tulane. Yes, and all the nation is in towards the end. So they're, yeah. but they just keep fighting each other, which is not good strategy in the rumble. No, take out everyone else, then you fight amongst yourselves. But well, they were not having that. So yeah, the final four. I think that's Vader's number thirty, but he puts in a very poor showing, lasting two minutes. Yeah, and getting eliminated by Goldust. Right, I think that was some retribution. Um, yeah, so it ended up being Stone Cold. Uh, the Rock, one of the scrubs. Well, Farouk's not a scrub. Uh, that's that's uh, sorry, Farouk. And Dude Love. Dude Love, that's right. Yeah. I was thinking Chains is one of them. So yeah. it was kind of like, and Steve Austin and Dude Love had been tag champs. That's Farouk right. and The Rock. The Farouk was technically the leader of the nation, right? But The Rock was starting to become the bigger Name. star. Yeah. And then, eventually, Dude Love actually gets tossed by Farouk though. That's right. And then The Rock tosses Farouk, and then. Steve Austin eliminates The Rock after 51 minutes for The Rock. Oh, good for him. A big shot. Like, this was kind of their stamp that, like, this guy isn't just, he's not going to stop it just being IC champ. He's our kind of guy. Yeah, I mean, he's pretty much the second biggest guy in the Rumble. And you could kind of say. There's a lot of times where he's kind of on the side. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, like, out of people that could realistically win this match, it was Steve Austin and then anyone else like there was 
and it, it was predictable that it's what they should have done. So yeah. even predictable is the right move sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, after the match, they show a fan celebrating. Who is the special fan oh, in yeah, attendance? Oh, yeah, Mike Tyson. Yes. <laughs> and this is the first time he Very talks soon. about uh, Cold Stone. Cold Stone. His favorite wrestler. Yes. His favorite ice cream store. Yes. Yes. And, however, this is not the main event of the Royal Rumble. Yeah, and this was an action-packed match or show. And then the final one, though, which we watched before, yes. was The Undertaker versus Shawn Michaels in a casket match. Yes. And this was kind of all a deranged 1998 yes. stuff you want in the match. So, leading up to the match... <laughs> oh, I'm get the whole lead-up? Well, just quick. Okay. The quick video package version. Okay. So, Kane had been coming out for weeks choke slamming everyone. And all these wrestlers banded up and they were going to fight him. Then The Undertaker came out and they were all like, oh yeah, he's going to help us beat up Kane. But The Undertaker attacked them. Oh. So he didn't want anyone to beat up Kane because it was his brother still. Okay. And <laughs> So people knew there was his quote-unquote brother or that was, did The Undertaker kind of say? Like, no, that was the story coming in. Gotcha. Like Paul Bearer had told everyone. So why would they think Undertaker would be against his brother? Because... Or Kane had been beating him up for oh. like two months. Okay. But he kept saying he wouldn't fight him. Gotcha. So then Kane and The Undertaker shared their their salute to each other. And then the week before, The Undertaker and Kane started attacking DX. Okay. And it looked like Kane was with The Undertaker. Gotcha. So they're brothers. Yes. So Shawn Michaels and The Undertaker have a casket match. Yep. They sure do. And about two minutes into it, Undertaker gives him a back body drop. Yeah. Where Shawn Michaels was supposed to either fall right on top of the casket or really completely miss it, but he, his lower back just nicks it, and yeah. that pretty much ends his career for four years. That's what you were saying. Yeah. I remember watching that at the time, and you had a scene that, like, yeah. it, hit that corner. It doesn't, it's not like the most fantastic bump, but you could tell it's something that would hurt. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yep. Um, so yeah, we do. I think we'll even we could go back to our segment where we talk about this one again and just yes. insert the audio here. I'm sure, whatever we said then. Is yeah, but it's a, I like it. It's a good brawl. They, yeah, Shawn Michaels hits the. It gets a little unhinged at the end. Yeah, but, well, yeah, it's think, supposed to. And you can tell that he's injured. This well, like, actually, yeah, there's a like few, quite a few times where he's wincing and right. more than just normal selling. Right. But he wrestled, like, he doesn't hold back or anything. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that, like I said, that's probably in the first two minutes of the match that happens. Yeah, and it's a 20-minute it match. It's a 20-minute match, yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, the last minute or so is just the... Burning. It's well, I, no, I, think, I think the time officially ends when he closes the casket. Oh, I don't okay. think the, the, the axe attack head. is part of the... It's almost should have taught Kane how to, like, swing an axe. Well, yeah. Well, like, he swung the axe, but, like, it got stuck and he couldn't, like, pull it Well, I think that was... Yeah, I don't... Yeah. Anyways, so good match. The Undertaker's dominating. He hits the tombstone into the casket. Yeah, that was also kind quite of funny. The, quite <laughs> the visual. Like, like jumping and like yeah. falling into yes. the casket. And then the New Age Outlaws, who were kind of like associates of DX, they weren't part of DX, but they would do their bit, their bidding for him sometimes. Gotcha. And the Lost Bariquas. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Let's back to the Rumble. It was also a weird moment in the Rumble where a bunch of yeah, people so ran out. Yeah, so Savio Vega was in the Royal Rumble. Okay. The, the rest of the Los Bariquas were not in it, but okay. they were a Puerto Rican gang, and they traveled Gosh. together, so. Okay. Okay. But they had to, I mean, you had to have Mick Foley yeah. three times. You couldn't have any of the Los Bariquas. 
Yeah, it's not really an endorsement of their skills. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> did Mick Foley want to do that? I think they probably said, like, hey, do you, what if we did this? Mick, sure. Yeah. I mean, he did say the hardest part was lacing up his boots three times. Because oh, okay. he, I mean, he's pretty spread out. He's one. 16 and 27 yeah. so he's got time but like those white boots he said they took a while to um, lace up and he was a little later than he liked to be to get go out gotcha. but yeah so they come out and then kane comes out and everyone thinks oh he's gonna save the undertaker nope nope he attacks the undertaker puts him in the casket a dead Shawn michaels just closes the casket yeah to get the win right and then fat paul bear comes out cackling yeah, as only he can looking seeing paul bear not like makeup yeah and his orange hair yeah yeah and then so when did he roll out of the casket was he like so they roll the casket towards the entrance stage right and you could see there's huge mats yeah around. so he must have in there under there <coughs> or he might have done it like right they might have hit a false side right by there when he went under thinking. the ring yeah because only did my bump wouldn't want him anywhere near the. That's probably yeah. It's probably there's probably a false side. Yeah. The side that was against out. the ring apron. Yeah. They just out. rolled out and stayed there until the show was over. They probably needed to have like a fireproof. That was, that was they had to do fireproof. it. They said they had to do it before the show also. To the fire marshal had oh, to like yeah. approve and stuff because, I mean, there's some fans that aren't that far away from it really. Like that's true. Yeah. There's also some fans that are very stupid. Yes. So. And I mean. <laughs> They made sure that thing was going to burn. They empty yeah, a lot of gasoline. They really do. They really do. It's almost like the Homer Simpson gif where he empties like four things of charcoal lighter and lights the barbecue. Yeah. They really wanted to burn uh, The Undertaker alive because yep. The Undertaker had burned the funeral home that killed The Undertaker's parents and he thought it killed Kane also um, when they were young boys. Of course. That's the backstory. Well, that works. So, you know, that's how it goes. Yep. Good for, good right. for him. Yeah, so, I mean, that, yeah, that rocked Overall good. show, what, really did, good. what would you give it, like, let's say one to ten? Let's just uh, make that as a... a good frame of reference. Yeah. Right, that's but kind of the I'll thing. Take, so this will be my anchor point. So I thought this was really good. I'll give it, uh, I'll give it a nine. Oh, okay. I was going to say 8.5, but I don't know if I want to... Either 9 or 8.5. I need a better frame of reference. Yeah, it's kind of hard for your first what one. What do you think? Uh, I was going to go... I'll go eight. Okay. Because I think it doesn't have a lot of slow points. That's right. good. That's we're gonna see some. Just look. <laughs> just I know no way out is it has one match that I love, but there's a lot of crap on it. Okay. And like there's that's how a lot of these shows are. Like all through '98, the big thing that people would say was like WCW had these great undercard matches with all the cruiserweights and faster okay. guys, but then their main events sucked because it was Hulk Hogan and. Hollywood Hogan. Yes, know? and the Giant and all the slower guys. And then WWF had no mid-card matches that were good. Gotcha. But their main events were, were better. Okay. So, let's see. Royal Rumble. Oh, hold on. Should I do this? Do you want to put our names across the top? Yeah, that's a good idea. I'm going to put it in select. There he goes. And then in, col in column A1. A2. And then above, yeah, so it's like that. And then above, then A1 put match or show. Show, yeah. I know how to make some tabs when I did. All right, so nine for you. Sure. I'll go eight. eight. Uh, yeah, I'll keep it at eight. Okay. And then just 
I mean, it's hard now because we only watched six matches, but what? let's say what your favorite, two favorite matches. Oh. Just to kind of, so we'll have that as a running uh, tally. I would say the Rumble itself and the minis. Oh, okay. I really like the minis. I know, I, it, was, <laughs> it was good. I didn't mean to sound so defensive. I <laughs> thought that was a really good match. What about you? Um, I will go... I will go with Shawn Michaels versus The Undertaker. And then the Rumble match itself. I like the minis, but, you know, <laughs> it's not important to the show. To the to me, it was important, so I was entertained. <laughs> do, do you, Rumble or the minis match? Which is your oh. match of the year right now? Oh, <laughs> I'll go with the Rumble. Okay. The minis. That was good. Like I said, that'll grow over time. Right. But for right okay. now, it's just... Yeah, I'll get started last. I got you. Yeah. Cool. And then... What's the name of the spreadsheet? I remember, 1998. 1998. WWF. All right. And then... So then, after that, though, we did watch one more thing. Yeah, the promo. Yes. Yeah. So I think what we'll do... We'll always watch a promo from the next night. Kind of the show where we're going to go. Yeah, and this promo was uh, Cold Stone. Yes. And it was Mike Tyson kind of being out in the ring and Vince McMahon's kissing his ass. Yes. Making out like he's about to announce that he'll be the guest referee at WrestleMania. And then the glass breaks. Yep. And out comes Steve Austin and he is not happy. And they had done it well because they actually, they kept saying, oh, Steve Austin will be here tonight. But this started at like 9.45 or something. Because they actually come back after the, if you remember. Oh, yeah, yeah, They, yeah. they have a commercial break. They come, they come back. back and wrap things up, which they did not do hmm. on Raw. So they made it seem like, oh, they'll have this announcement, and then Steve Austin will come out later. Gotcha. And I think that's what I remembered thinking. But Steve Austin comes out, and he's, like, all night they had shown Mike Tyson in the back. Like, have nothing with all the yeah. fan, the oh, guys, yeah, and everyone's like, oh, Mike, stars. you're so great. Oh, yeah, yeah. Join the nation. You're black. Yeah. <laughs> you got your Nation of Islam thing. And it ends up, and the one guy who would not do this is Steve Austin. Right. And he comes out and gets right in his face mm-hmm. and eventually ends with the finger, and Tyson pushes him back, and Austin goes at him and yeah. only mm-hmm. gets, like, the one underling who I think it was the guy who was wearing the stone cold hat who gets right. beaten up, <laughs> which is a good touch. Yeah. So then Vince then McMahon goes ballistic. You ruined it. You ruined it. Yeah. Like very over the top. Vince yes. McMahon, yes. As he is wont to be. Yeah. And that kind of sets us on okay. our path of so you have Steve Austin against Shawn Michaels, Steve Austin against Mike Tyson, Steve Austin and Vince McMahon. He's gotcha against everybody. Yep. So what's the pay-per-view for February? It is No Way Out of Texas. Okay. And it's kind of funny because they had the No Way Out pay-per-view then for like 10 years. But mm-hmm. this one they called No Way Out of Texas. <laughs> Luckily, it's in Houston, Texas. Yeah. It'd be, right. It's I think in 2000 when it was in Connecticut, they didn't want to call it No Way Out of Stanford. Oh. <laughs> or Harvard or Hartford, I guess. No Way Out of Connecticut. Yeah. yeah. Well, I guess they just needed to get a little extra. Yeah. A little, little touch. I mean, you're in Texas, you could... Use the name. Yeah. All right. And that will actually be part two of this podcast. Oh, okay. So we can get all caught up. Oh, okay. I was wondering how you're going to have our February pay-per-view. Good stuff.
Yep. So All we'll right. be back in a short moment. All right. Two men bound by championship destiny. Two men seeking vengeance for a reprehensible act of malice. One desperate man hell-bent on revenge. This Sunday, eight angry forces unleash their rage in one explosive match. One enraged heart wants justice. Two hardcore warriors want the outlaws. Stone Cold Steve Austin wants them all. For those less fortunate, there'll be no way out of Texas. WWF No Way Out in your house, live this Sunday on Pay-Per-View. And welcome back to this two-part edition of With This Ring. I'm Ryan Everett. I'm your co-host, Cindy Everett. And today we are going to continue. We started with the Royal Rumble, and now we're going straight into February. No Way Out. The No oh, Way Out Texas. of Texas pay-per-view. Oh, sorry. I don't, I don't want to interrupt your, your two minutes. Oh, yeah. Well, first, though, before that, we saw we watched the Cactus Jack Chainsaw Charlie match from February 2nd Raw. Yep. And this was... <laughs> They had already announced that the main event at No Way Out was going to be Austin, Owen Hart, Hicks, Jack, and Chainsaw Charlie against Shawn Michaels, Triple H, and the New Age Outlaws. Because they were all, it was already kind of like, the feud no, started. that was heading towards WrestleMania. Gotcha. But then, so Cactus Jack and Chainsaw Charlie just wanted to have a match with each other because that's what they do. Yeah. And at the end, Cactus Jack jumps off the Titan Tron into a dumpster, <laughs> sending packing peanuts flying everywhere. Yes. And then the New Age Outlaws come out and push the dumpster off well, the stage. Well, they lock it. Yes. They lock them both, Trade Side Charlie and Mick Foley, in a dumpster together and push it off the side. Yes. That made me think of a question. So you said this is all kind of built up to WrestleMania. So how long do these arcs usually last? Like, if they knew what they wanted WrestleMania to be, like what type of timeline would they work backwards from? It was you, most of the things nowadays. I'd say it's about three months. Oh, okay. Except like the world title. Like I think it was known after WrestleMania 13, Steve Austin's winning the title at WrestleMania 14. Oh, it was really? just was it going to be Bret Hart or Shawn Michaels who was champ nope. going well, up to that? <laughs> that decision got me. Yes, but I think that was kind of the way. Like, that was the main story of the promotion through 97 was, like, the rise of Steve Austin. Stunning Steve. Yeah, stunning no more. He's still stunning. Yeah. But different today. Yes, different. No, not a Hollywood. Not from world. Hollywood, yeah. California. Got a, he got a rebrand for sure. Yes. But, uh, it worked out pretty well. For him, uh, so. I think so, yeah. So, yeah, I will give a quick... This one's actually... We could do, like, I'll do a minute. It's not as much going on a lot of it yeah well it looks to start your so yeah <laughs> a lot of everything is just branching from the royal rumble to right. wrestlemania like you still have the nation the rock feuding with ken shamrock and you know all the nation guys involved in that so that's still kind of building mm -hmm. and then you still have kane just destroying everyone yeah not that well whatever yeah <laughs> Well, my opinions to the end. But then there's a lot of filler in this one also. I think yeah. because your top three acts are in the main event. Got it. So that kind of compresses the card, like opens up the card, I should say, for more it time. the talent into one card. Right. And then and opens Instead of up. having two, like three. Why did they do another minis match? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> the, minis, the minis time had come, I think. But yeah, so there's some filler that we'll have to go through, and some of it has it at least fine. are building to something. Some of them are not, though, and that's 
a problem with one match in particular. Okay. All right. All right. Well, that's pretty good. Yeah. And like I said, seeing the dumpster, that was like the biggest You're right, because they, they referenced that multiple times right. at the paper. Yeah. Yeah. So it was definitely the, kind of the catalyst. So No Way Out of Texas, was that like at the, the end of February, beginning of February? Uh, February 15th. So oh, right in right the middle. Right in the meaty part of yep. the curve there. So I think, yeah, it was... Uh, like so President's Day was the next oh, day, so you okay. could watch Scramble Vision till your heart's content. <laughs> Is that what you were doing? Yes. Well, yeah. What were your reaction? Like, what, like, what were your your thoughts leading up going into this? I kind of thought it was like a filler, but I've kind of always liked the idea of having the February event be like the filler, like having an eight man tag with the two guys that are going to be going at it at gotcha. WrestleMania together, rather than like. Because if you win the Rumble, you should get a title shot. Mm -hmm. And it should realistically be someone who's the champ for a little while, at least. Gotcha. I do say, I mentioned this to you when you were watching this, I do like kind of the continuity of how we're watching a year. Yeah. Straight to back. So, yeah, I'm kind of picking up on, like, the nation of nomination. Yeah, where things are going. Yeah, for some of the story. And then, obviously, they're not very subtle on a lot of the storylines. So, especially Jerry Lawler's son, (laughs) we talk about. That was a... Pretty overt. Yes. They, like, lots of references to that. Yeah. But So we started with the Headbangers against uh, the artist formerly known as Gold Dust in his Maryland Dust attire. Oh. And yeah. uh, Mark Marrow. The, the puncher. Was the, he The boxer. No. The whole okay. thing was like he was only popular because Sable was with him. Oh. And yeah, that's why he's... The, so, yeah, yeah. He came out with Sable and everyone was lost their minds. Yes. Gold Dust came with Lena. Right. Again. Yeah, and there was some side ring drama. Yeah. And Sable got sent away, which, yeah, so people are not going to like Mike Merrill. Right. Yeah, Mark that was like I his... I was going to say the, the, the comedian. The comedian. Mark Marin. I think they're different. Does the Mark Merrill know who Mark Marin is? Probably. Do you think Mark Marin knows who Mark Merrill is? I doubt it. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you said, like, Brock Lesnar's wife's ex-husband. Oh, that's right. They were married. That might... I don't think... Mark Marin knows who Brock Lesnar is. I think you could know who Brock Lesnar is. Ah, we'll mm. see. I don't really know if I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if Mark Marin was a big UFC fan or. Right, but yeah, yeah. Mark Marin very much like I used to be a boxer. I'm just gonna punch. Yeah. A lot. And he used to actually be a high flyer, huh. but like a year before this, he had like huge reconstructed knee surgery, so oh. that kind of limited his. Is that why he was punching so much? Yeah. Okay. That's kind of why he. Changed his gimmick over a little bit. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. And then Thrasher starts bleeding pretty bad. Yeah, he's got a bad puncture wound in the back of his skull. It's yeah. pretty weird. Ugh, ugh. And then I wrote back, Sable comes back all out all mad. Yep. The crowd likes that part, but then the headbangers. And she like distracts yep. the headbangers. They, use, they, use, they use twin magic. <laughs> the Bellas would later steal that from the headbangers. Yeah, did they give them reference to headbangers? No, I don't think so. Well, the headbangers weren't twins. Yeah, and they weren't the first team to do that either. Right, okay, so yeah. They look enough alike, though, that the referee didn't notice it. Right, so yeah, the twin magic is, uh, it's it's called different things, it's the the same concept. Right. It's the switcheroo, that's where you poison your deck and switch to the other guys. Goose, you hit the gander puller. (laughs) So, then we have the... And for an opener, I thought this was fine. Yeah, I thought it was good. It was a little long. It didn't need to be the... Second longest match of the oh, really? night. Oh. Oh, just about 14 minutes. It was fine. I mean, because all four of them are good enough guys that like workers that they can do the basic 
things of a match. I would have just had it maybe about 10 minutes, mm-hmm. a little quicker. Yeah, then Luna and Sable had their side thing going. Right, you could still have that. And yeah, build that's two. true. Yeah, but then, so then <laughs> the next one came, took a turn that I didn't really expect. So, Sunny comes out as the guest oh, timekeeper. Right. It's a very strange, like, pink, like, 70s <laughs> outfit, and her boobs are all squished in the top. I, I was a fan of it. I was going to say, I'm sure you were. So, Takamichi Noku defends the Light Heavyweight Championship against Pantera. And this was kind of like the problem with the light heavyweight division in the WWF. Like, Taka's good. He's, mm-hmm. But Pantera was like one of the few remaining luchadors that like weren't luch- in WCW. Yeah, um, and he's like, like a heavy luchador. Yeah, and he wasn't like a big high fly. Like, he has a couple of high flying moves, but it wasn't like right. the high flying you'd see in the WCW matches. Mm-hmm. And then the other people that they had were Brian Christopher, who. Like, yeah, he might technically weigh 215 pounds, but he's not a light heavyweight. Like, he wrestles like a boring 80s heel <laughs> style. Yeah. So it's okay. not like high-flying. I gotcha. They didn't know. They wanted to have guys with personality in the division, whereas everyone was accustomed to in WCW by now. It was just like, this is just a great match division. You don't need... The luchadors. You don't need, like, a lot of... Angles or Right. It. Yeah. Right. But... You just know how they're going to deliver... Yeah, so tell me, you said when we were watching this that you actually asked what Brian Christopher's doing these days. Oh, he's dead. Oh. Yeah. Well, why am I supposed to ask what he's doing then? Well, I mean, he's not doing much. What happened? <laughs> he got arrested and I think he ended up hanging himself <gasps> oh. in his jail cell. Why did he get arrested? Probably drugs, something. You can look that up on your little yeah. computer machine there. I mean, I, it was something having to do with drugs, I'm assuming. Eighteen, jailed again D-Y for driving under the vase. Okay. Then he was found hanging in the yeah, cell. Yeah, okay. Oh, that's really sad. Yeah. And Jerry Lawler arrived at the hospital to see him. Oh. Yikes! All right, well, I'm gonna go back and read that article again. But, yeah. But he came out and did commentary with his dad. At first, I was like, "This is a little distracting," but then right. it, it was funny and like they did have good. some good. Good angle for good the match. Line. I like yeah. JR, which is so annoying. With the yeah, that was the good thing that JR was <laughs> like, well, because see the resemblance, folks? It's uncanny, isn't it? Yeah. So they kind of kept the, the little vaudeville act on the side yeah. going. I mean, the match, well, I think it was probably good enough. It was all right. They could have yeah. done without it. I think this was another one that would, like, cutting three minutes out might have been a little better. Yeah. Yep. Keep it, keep it short and sweet. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, not too much to say about this one. Oh, there's a good moonsaults. Yeah, there was. Katera, he could do a good moonsault. He did, a, yeah, and a nice little somersault dive to the floor, I remember. Yep. Kutaka wins, and then he takes out both Jerry and Brian, because, you know, they're yeah. kind of hamming it up in the ring, being all yes. indignant. But, yeah, so fine. Yeah. Now, this next match is not fine. <laughs> the Godwins defeat the Quebecers. No one cares about this at No all. one cares. Like, these are, like... Teams number four and five on the heel side of the tag oh. team bunch. Like, yeah. literally, that's where they are. And, like, they're not on Raw any weeks. This was built up on, like, the C-Show. Oh, really? Shotgun Saturday night. It was, here it was on at 11 p.m. on the U. Nice. So that tells you the how. The U. The U. <laughs> this is Riley. She likes the insider. <laughs> so, yeah, it was 
Not a big... That's not a very coveted time yeah. slot. Yeah, so no one really cared about this feud at all, and there's no reaction from the crowd. No. I think it was like bathroom break. Just yeah. Like, just, just... Bore, boring, slow action also. Neither team like really... Well, yeah, a lot of going around, through the motions. And the Godwin's stick did this pretty cringy looking back yeah. on it. Um, so the Quebecers looked like they were going to win, and they did like a quick turn and a roll. Yeah, there's a turn with a slot bucket. That's... Used. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That was a deadly weapon in 1998. Slot bucket? Yeah. Oh, that way. More deadly than, like, the the metal chair? The steel chair? Uh, yeah, I would say so. Like, because you could get hit with a chair and still That's maybe true. not be down to the match, but you got hit with a slot bucket. It was over. Lights out. That's why he didn't put it over his head and hit it like yeah. a, a raw thing, or a Royal Rumble thing. With the <laughs> yeah, but, but yeah. Th this match sucked. It, it yeah. was bad. I said, yeah, I said, lots of rolling around, okay match, crowd not very into it. Yeah. I like when the Quebecers did, like, the launch off the ropes. Yeah, they did have, like, they were a good, they were fun. At, like, they had been a tag team from, like, 93 to 95 in the WWF. Mm -hmm. Then they left and went to WCW for, like, the year. But, like, they were good when they were around the first time. But this weird comeback run does not do doesn't much. Work, doesn't work out very well. No. And the next match, I don't think you really cared for this one either. No, it's Bradshaw versus Jeff Jarrett and Jim, Jim Cornette. Has Jim Cornette gets the biggest reaction. Yeah, and he's trying to get the stupid NWA like angle off where they're representing the real NWA that's left. Yeah. And it's, yeah, no Let one cares. <laughs> and Bradshaw's fine, but no one cares about him yet, really. Did he ever, what was his peak, you think? Uh... Well, 2000, the Acolytes, him and Farouk get, like, real popular. Okay. So that's, like, when he broke out. And then, like, 2004 is when he became, like, a singles mm. guy. So that was kind of another ascension for him. But after, him. like, 2000, he was, like, a made gotcha. guy. Like, he's going to be around till he wants to leave. Really? Is that popular? I mean, they, like, in 2000, they were, yeah, they mm. were pretty big. Not what I would, not what was on my radar in the year two thousand, but I believe you. I can't believe you don't know about the APA. No, shocking. Like the American Pediatricians. No, the, the Acolyte Protection Agency. Nope. Didn't know anything. Where they had the un, unfortunate shirt of APA always pounded ass. What? Yep. Ah, <laughs> oh, well, something else that didn't. Eat. Someone did not like the person thinking that did not sound that out and. Yeah. It's like always pounding it. Yeah, APA. <laughs> okay, yeah. Well, then, like, a bunch of people ran out, and I was like, no. Nah, yeah, the, the Rock and Roll Express and Barry Windham, who, like, oh, yeah. 10 years earlier was having, like, some of the greatest matches of all time with Ric Flair, and now he's in his sad brown chaps, and yeah. not, not a good look. I think, <clears throat> I think they gotta, you know, get better about pivoting to other skill sets. Yeah. But. Yeah, this match, though, yeah, it was just this, like, they literally the next night just, Jeff Jarrett is done with the NWA stuff, and they kind of, like, shoot it in the back of the head, mm. get rid of that angle. Gotcha. Okay. Well, then, the next one was okay. Yeah. Then so, we kind of picked it up again. That was yeah. Just, like, the kind of, the real, we, like, we, the started, we start the upswing. Yeah, this was the sure. meat of the show, for sure. The, I mean, this was, everything before this, well, the actual, the first match has, like, an angle behind it. More like the Luna and Sable yeah, stuff, but yeah. the all the three matches after that are just kind of filler, and now yeah. we're back in the matches that matter. Right, right. So the next one is 
Five on Five, Nation of Dominations. I just wrote first Ken Shamrock and Friends. Yes, that's, so that's good enough. Yeah, it. Ken Shamrock, Emma Johnson, and the Disciples of Apocalypse. Like I said, and Friends. <laughs> yep. So this is the final appearance of Emma Johnson and his oh. monstrous knee pads, yeah. unfortunately. <laughs> it's hungry, but... Yeah, but this was... um. Yeah, so not a lot of rock at the beginning. Well, the, the promo before the rock. Oh, yeah, very that, much that's trying. some of the greatest. I didn't have that gif always ready to go. Which one? Of him, like, rolling his eyes. And, oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> he's rolling his eyes and then also doing the booby dance, yeah. watching his title. He is all over it. Yeah, I've gotten that gift from you. Yes. <laughs> not, uh, not putting up with Farouk's another diatribe of racial hate speech. Yeah. Yeah, so the, yeah, I said The Rock wasn't really in it at all. It was really D'Lo Brown. Yeah. Had a lot of moves. Wrestling a lot, yeah. His, what was he school was his place in the nation of He was kind of working up, like, he had been, when it was originally, like, when they had, like, a bunch of Louis Farrakhan types, like, just around the ring, he was one of them. But then he always was, Louis like... Louis Farrakhan? Did you say Louis Farrakhan? Louis. Louis Farrakhan. Yeah, like, they all had little bow ties. And, oh, okay. And, like, most of them weren't even wrestlers, but D'Lo Brown was the wrestler, and he'd always get, like, involved in... The beat down. Did you ever see Farrakhan around town? Myself, personally, no. I saw his... Like, we saw his entourage. Yeah. Time. Yeah, I saw his entourage a few times. Like when I did a Alex gotcha. at UFC. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Because it was... Right. There, you know? And sometimes, like, there'd be, like, a van, like, parked down the street, like, going to CBS, and it'd be, like, two of them going in. Right. I don't think I went to Farrakhan. No, I don't CBS. think he went to CBS. <laughs> Maybe, you know, he's... That's true. It was man. Got to get my winter fresh gum. <laughs> oh man. Anyways. So yeah, and the front the front thing that I didn't like about this match, and I was very confused back, especially watching it scrambled. They called it a war of attrition match, and like they were also saying like, oh, survival of the fittest. I don't really remember that. They in the week before on Raw, they actually make mention of it, and they say it's going to be like a Survivor Series match, huh. where it'd be elimination. Yeah. But I think. That'd work out better. It would work out better, but I or think longer. it would be. And I think they decided like just going in. I'm sure it would have ended up being Ken Shamrock versus The Rock, anyways. Right. And the end result would have been the same. So it's instead of doing the eliminations, they just make it a 13 minute match rather than like a 30 minute match, which well, that works. Yeah. I think they could carry a longer match. Yeah, but I think they. I mean, the main point here was Ken Shamrock made the rock tap again and yeah. he was screwed at the Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. He needs another yada, yada. shot. Yep. Yeah, Ken Shamrock gets a little nuts, but he yep. gets the rock to tap out and prove his point. And then we move to <laughs> Vader versus Kane. Yes. Which was entertaining. Um it's a good pace at the start, lots of variety. And then I had a question for you. What was Kane's first character? So or did you bring this up? Yeah, so first he was Isaac Yankum, DDS. A dentist? Yeah, he was an evil dentist. Jerry Lawler's evil dentist. Why? Um, well, Bret Hart and Jerry Lawler had a kiss my foot match. And Jerry Lawler was shown, like, walking in manure and stuff. Because he wanted oh. Bret Hart, his foot to smell so bad. Right. And Bret Hart had to kiss it. But Bret Hart won. And then he took Jerry Lawler's foot and jabbed it in Jerry Lawler's own mouth. Ew. So it was, like, the dirty foot. <laughs> so he had... Gingivitis so bad he had to go to his dentist and his dentist was. Is there a picture you can pull up? Yeah. Doctor Isaac Yankin. I'm sure people listening. Yep. No. 
See, the thing, the joke was like he had bad teeth. Oh, wait, go back to that top picture. I like this, like GeoCity. What website you just? This is Russell Criff. You been here before? Oh yeah. Russell Criff. Yeah, the very worst of pro wrestling. Yeah, let's see. This is probably yeah. See, he's got bad teeth. And he's yeah, he's very blonde too. Yeah, that's definitely him. Yeah, yeah, this Jufro here. Don't, don't say that. That's what. It's called. Oh. This, and then after that, after that, he became, so then he was a dentist for like a year. A year? Yeah, I mean, he was around. Like, he had a big feud with Bret Hart to come in, and then he kind of faded. Okay, we never watched any Bret Hart. No, no, there's not a, lot, not a lot of good ones. And then... Well, shot, well, Kane doesn't want to... Never mind. <laughs> okay. But then we have the brilliant idea to have a fake Razor Ramon and fake Diesel come in because they could say Razor Ramon and Diesel are coming in and that's Scott Hall and Kevin Nash are the two people who played that character but now we have younger guys to play those characters okay and the younger Diesel was Glenn Jacobs Kane gotcha so now he's Diesel okay fake Diesel fake Diesel because he's tall mm -hmm. dark and moody and that's not good I mean anytime you do new something or fake uh, oh yeah that's I always gotcha. a and this was really bad all to, all around. It was really just mainly to win their lawsuit that they had with WCW oh. about like trademarks and stuff. Okay. So they like wasted TV time just to win the lawsuit, which in the end though that lawsuit let them buy WCW. Oh, so I guess in the long run, Fake Diesel and Fake Razor Ramon they, they won the they, won the war. There you go. They lost the battle, but they won the war. Yeah. All so right. then after that, then it's not working. They're like, hey, let's get. The Undertaker and Evil Brother, and voila. That's, yeah. And then he's it's around for angle. 20 years. Yeah, man, he really. I think he's still. Away. I think he still comes back. Like at Royal Rumbles. Let me see. I'm sure he does. When his last actual. I, I know he's been back since COVID. That's been. a long article. Um, do you ever go on Wikipedia at these wrestling pages, or do you have to No. You have some sort of like that credential, but I don't. I think they need, there's some sort of gatekeeping now around auditing or editing Wikipedia. Uh, I guess he was. Oh, he was at the 2021 Royal Rumble. That was when it was still in the Orlando. Orlando, yeah. But it looks like that was about. That was his last actual match. It seems like he's appeared a few times, but he's also been ostracized a bit every once in a while. I'm wrestling twitter because he's very well he claims he's a libertarian but his views are very republican and especially on the abortion um, idea well, that's not good. yeah and it's pretty bad when x-pac is making more sense than you in the twitter beef <laughs> yeah x-pac who walks around with a little dog and like his in a papoose <laughs> yeah but anyways so kane vader yeah vader's not scared of him no vader comes yeah. out and it was awesome. Yeah. And I think I'm influenced by you. are. I am influenced by you. Um, but I did say they had Kane. I mean, the Kane, though, doesn't have the quickness of Undertaker. Or no, he's, yeah. He's a slow big guy. He's right. not like a quick big guy. He was very big here. Like, he was definitely at his biggest, like, right when he debuted. Yeah. Yeah, it just doesn't. It's not fast. And then, <laughs> well, they were kind of teasing this a lot, like, a big buildup. But, and there is some stuff in the video package before about a fire extinguisher. Yeah. And then sure enough, Vader goes underneath the ring and pulls out a fire extinguisher and 
sprays, sprays it all of, over. Yeah. And they kept saying with Kane that he had one eye, okay. and his other eye was a glass eye, so they didn't know if... I could see. They could see now. Who's just his glass eye? <laughs> My middle school band director had a glass eye. <laughs> <laughs> was it Kane? No. <coughs> his name was Garnet. Oh. And then the... First was, name? Yeah. Garnet Hicks. And then there was another one. Her name was Bunny. So <laughs> I think Bunny Green. So... You know, you teach band, middle school band, you're going to yeah. be a quirky. And yeah, they have some like at middle school some is weird no things exception. Going <laughs> but anyways. Yep. So who went? I, so Kane Dominant, like, ends up. Kane has the awful tombstone. Yeah, he, his tombstone was very bad. They're all really bad. Yeah. He, I don't know what he was always trying to do. Like, save his own knees, but. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you harder on your knees. Cause yeah. Because you're jumping. And then afterwards, he goes outside and grabs a wrench. Mm-hmm. And smashes Vader over the head with it. Yes. And they take a long time saying that Vader's head is like his collapse, basically. Right. And having him get stretchered out. Yeah. But then, yeah, so like Kane's still kind of a big crazy. Yeah, you gotta have Kane. Well, he burned the Undertaker alive the last. Right, so he's so still. He's, he can't just beat Vader. He's gotta smash his head in with a wrench. Yeah. Obviously. Right, right, right. Then it goes to the. Uh... Yeah, so the main event. So. As someone who did watch Shotgun Saturday Night and the Saturday morning shows and the Sunday morning show, like Saturday morning on, I think that was Livewire at the time, they say Shawn Michaels hurt his back training this week. Okay. He is, his status is up in the year for the No Way Out. And then like they kept saying that through the weekend and then on the free for all before the show, they said that what he was out. Right. And then they oh. were playing it up throughout the night, like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. So they kept teasing who's yeah. going to be. Who's it going to be? And it was, yeah. Like, I remember, I think we were at Men's earlier in the day with Nick and Matt, and we were talking about, it, and we were like, oh, it's got to be Sid or Yokozuna. Oh, yeah. We're like, you know, we've got all these hot plans of who it's going to be, and it's freaking Savio Vega. Did you watch that? Watch it with them? No, I think I watched it alone. Was this a pay per view? Yeah. So, how did you get, like, how did you convince here to an MK to? Let you buy them. No, I watched it scrambled. Oh, okay. Yeah, no. If I was, if I actually got it, I'd have people over. Gotcha. But, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you don't want to have people over to watch a scramble. Yeah, I mean, everyone could see it <laughs> just as good at their well, house. How, how could, like, how well could you see it scramble? I mean, you couldn't see it real well, but you could hear everything perfectly. Oh, okay. So, I mean, so every it's like to yeah, it was really like it was basically doing that. Hmm. I mean, you could like every once in a while there'd be like know. a weird two minutes where it would like. The signal would bounce, but then it, every once in a while it would be like 10 minutes. Hmm. But for the most part, yeah, it was just scrambled. But you could hear it at least. And, <laughs> I mean, it's some announcers don't really call it like they're That's true. broadcasting it for radio. But yeah, Jim so Ross was pretty good at least with it. And you could always tell like by what was happening. Like I knew what the chair shot sounded like. I knew what a stunner <laughs> sounded like, you know. You get if used to. If you ever to... like lose your sight, you can still watch wrestling. Yeah, you know by sound. Yeah, what's going on? Well, yeah. Oh, I want to maneuver. So you probably didn't know what was going on in that taco match because you just heard Brian Christopher. Yeah, and it, yeah, they're all just yeah. Making... Nothing kid, but kid jokes. Oh yeah, yeah, I got old after a while. Yeah, but yeah. So this was. So this is the unsanctioned match. Yep, and then it started out basically like a rumble. Like yeah, it's all, just like the a first brawl like, five, to start for for a while, like about I know, eight minutes or so, I would say. Yeah. yeah. It was a long time where it was just like, like I said, this is like watching like a mini rumble with yeah. everyone fighting at once. Um, then there was a little bit of order in the middle. Yeah. Back to chaos. Where they work over 
first cactus or first Terry Funk, and then they work over Oiled cactus with the, with the yeah they wrap wire. them in the barbed wire. That was like at least Javier Vega brought like Some different problem. weapons since if he's going to be in it. He brought That's... the real barbed wire. That's true. And then they really kind of like let Steve Austin shine. Like yeah. He went in at the like, end, it's like yeah, he, he comes he, in and it's over. He took all of them out. He took them all out by himself and he wins. Yeah. And then he yeah. takes China out. Yeah. So <laughs> he hits the stunner on the road dog and wins. It's a stunner on a lot of people. Then he hits the stunner on Billy Gunn. Mm-hmm. And then he knocks Triple H off the apron into the table. That's right. And then as he's celebrating, China comes in and like gets in his face and he tries to walk away. He does the night, you know. Yeah. It's going to be chivalrous. And then she. Stops him as he's walking out and gives him the double bird. Yeah. And he gives a look back at the crowd. That's a good look. And then he comes doing his head bob the whole way. Yeah. <laughs> and hits her with quite the stunner. And that was like one of the very few times anyone got anything over on China. Oh, really? Yeah. Like the only other time I could think of would be the first Cactus Jack first Triple H match. And she really, I mean, he. Sells for her a lot throughout the match, but at the end she's like knocked out even because of like the mayhem of the match. But that was about it. Any other time she was always booked to be the strong she one. She seemed to be this a strange character to me. Yeah, she was. Yeah, and you'll see. She has some changes over this. Oh really? This calendar year. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. We'll see what December brings for, yeah. for everybody. But yeah, that's yes. So I think you know Texas, like no home state. Yeah. People like lose their minds for them. You know. Yeah, and this is a good match. I like it. It's like a nice brawl. Mm-hmm. It's got all. But so Steve Austin wins the Royal Rumble, and then a month later he kind of like wins. Yeah, this like the setup. This yeah. match, yeah. Which is, I mean, essentially it was supposed to be him versus Shawn Michaels, but got it. it so it wasn't him versus Savio Vega. Yeah, it, it was not the WrestleMania main event. Ah. They did not have Savio Vega on standby. That's a shame. Yeah. I mean, I guess they did. He was, he's at WrestleMania, but. Not fighting. I don't know. Maybe they had him warmed up. It would be their second WrestleMania match. Really? They wrestled at WrestleMania 12. Really? Yeah. Huh. Well, he had just become Stone Cold Steve Austin, not the ringmaster anymore, against Savio Vega, the the Caribbean superstar. Oh. Got it. And then, yeah, yeah, it was a good show. I mean. Yeah. Kind of the middle dragged. I think I liked the Rumble better. Yeah, yeah, I would say definitely the Rumble was better. And I do have to note my one of my favorite spots whenever it happens is whenever someone launches a chair across the ring and Steve oh, Austin yeah. does that <laughs> to Billy Gunn and Billy Gunn was, definitely was not expecting it. He like he like got it, like kind of looks like what was that, and then like remember to sell. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> they also chuck good. a garbage can. I'm always a fan of that on, yeah. as well. Yeah, there was this is a lot. This is the one they all came out like throwing a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there was a mop. Yeah, the mop. A lot of a lot of props. Broken. Very nineteen ninety eight. Yeah. There's always gonna be at least one, one per show match like that. Yeah, I think the Gallagher matches. Yeah. So, but no, and then we uh, teased set up March. Yes. Going to Cleveland. So yeah, so usually the night after the pay per view is a big raw. Mm-hmm. But this all throughout from ninety three through till. 2000, 2000s when they left USA, they never had a Raw the night of President's Day or the Monday before because that's when the Westminster Dog Show was. Oh. And that USA always put that on. <laughs> Even like in 98. Is it really? Is it still on President's Day? Yeah, but it's not on USA anymore. Oh, okay. But it was... Sorry, it was the thing was that was crazy. It was like, especially 98, 
And then when they did it in 99 and stuff, it was ridiculous because that's when Raw's ratings were getting good and it was already like the best rated show on USA every week. Right. And then they put the dog show on and it got less <laughs> ratings, but USA aired it more because the higher end advertisers would advertise on the dog show over the wrestling show. Got it. You get better ad money. Yeah. So that was why it was always Is postponed. Is that implying that... It's a different socioeconomic dynamic. Almost definitely. Dogs yeah, that's like what they talk about in the Nitro book about oh. like WCW. It talks a lot about like the ad sales and stuff mm. and how that like killed them. Like no upscale brands would advertise for wrestling and hmm. like they'd have to do sales with like Mars brand was like one of the big ones because everyone likes candy. Got it. Interesting. Yeah, and now it's so totally different. Like SmackDowns and. Fox and has like the progressive match of the week and I mean they have like <laughs> the same corporate. advertisers yeah. that like an NFL game on Fox I was has. Say. Yeah. Well, times change. Yeah. So that's why Raw was pushed to Saturday that first week. Okay. And then it was a tape show the next Monday. So the tape shows always have like a little less happening. And then the next week though was live in Cleveland, Ohio. Mm-hmm. And they had been hyping that it would be Mike Tyson's first appearance oh, since yeah. uh, the Rumble. night after the Royal Rumble. You're around that time. Now, in between that time, they did have a press conference in New York mm-hmm. where they announced it would be Steve Austin versus Shawn Michaels with Mike Tyson as the guest enforcer. Guess where he would be the, the referee outside the ring. Right. Because they couldn't really trust him to be the ref no. for a whole match. No, no, no. Can't even do the crotch chop. Right? Yeah, and then there was the Raw right before WrestleMania I watched this week, and he he comes very close to saying the F word on oh, really? live TV. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah like that, I mean, it's not like he's doing it maliciously or anything. Right, it's just, just like, talk he's normally. talking like his normal self. He's like, I would knock that mm-mm out. <laughs> and it's like, ooh, he wanted to say something else. Yeah, well, at least he, he caught stopped, himself. Yeah, exactly. He stopped himself. So that's I mean, at that time, it would have been beeped, and that would have been in the whole DX yeah, like, vibe oh, of things. Yeah. Like they had the presidential yes. address, and yes. yeah. So yeah, so he Shawn Michaels comes out and interrupts Mike Tyson, mm-hmm. and they get ready to fight each other, and he pulls off his shirt to reveal that Mike oh, Tyson is DX all along. Uh oh. So he's going to be a biased guest enforcer. Mm-hmm. That's so not That's good. just the ad stacked more against Steve Austin. Mm-hmm. And then, so the, the week before they had already set up that it would be Steve Austin versus Kane at this Raw. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So Steve Austin, Kane comes out, Steve Austin comes out, Triple H is out there. Yeah, it was like kind of weird, like, gets, like, distracted. Right? Yeah, Triple H is to the side of the stage, Steve Austin goes towards him, and then... Shawn Michaels comes from behind and hits Sweet Chin music. Mm-hmm. And it would be the first of three weeks in a row where he would hit Shawn, Steve Austin with Sweet Chin music. Three weeks in a row. Yeah. Right? So they were really selling it that if he hits it, uh, it's over. It. Oh, hmm. Some foreshadowing potentially. Mm-hmm. So. And then, so that match kind of. That match. Was never intended to Yeah, happen. it was never going to happen. I mean, this was. Right. You would not do that match. No. Then, at that point. We got it. We do get to it later. But. Oh. Not right now. No. So Kane and Polbear's kind of stalling for time, talking about, okay, there's one more tombstone. What oh, about yeah. you, Jim Ross? This is when he beats up the ring, fellow guys. Uh, yeah, yeah, he goes to, Kane goes out to get the ring and 
the was... timekeeper and first he chokeslams a fan. That's right. Then he went, Just Paul Bear wants the bell rung ten times for the Undertaker. Right. And then once for the timekeeper himself and he gets beat up. Gotcha. And then the lights go out. Who's the fan? Just like a re- just like a probably local a local wrestler. wrestler. Yeah. I mean, he just gets choke slammed on his floor. It's nice. Right. So the lights go out. The bell tolls. There's a lightning strike. And the Undertaker rises from the coffin. Mm-hmm. And he he's wasn't there. dead this whole time. No. You can't kill what doesn't want to be killed. That doesn't want to be that's the rule yeah. of the law. No, that's not. That's not how it works. Oh yeah, but he has his little speech, which. You know, I'm not really used to hearing him talk in like right. This was terms. one of his longer. And it was it was fine. Yeah, it gets the point across. And right. Kane tries to set him on fire. He walks through it, and mm-hmm. so now that's your second big WrestleMania match. Oh, okay. So now you have the title match. You got Kane. that match. You got Big Brothers. The tag title match. I'm sure you can figure out what that's going to be. The Nation of Domination. Versus no. Tag title match. Road Dog versus. Road Dog and Billy Gunn versus the Apocalypse. No disciples of the. No, who was in the main event? No way out. What's that tag team? They made Jet Loss. That's why they. Yeah, who did they fight? Uh oh, Funk and Foley. Yeah, yeah, and they they oh. fight in a dumpster match. Oh great! So we'll go over that. Okay. Yeah, but yeah, that that's for next week. So for this yeah. week though, or we- next month. Say. Yeah. No. So, but real quick, let me pull up the spreadsheet we had. So, what would you say was the best match of this card? Mm-hmm. Eight, the one at the end. Yeah, same here. So, what, what would you give No Way Out on a ten-point scale? Uh, you I gave mean, uh, Royal Rumble a nine. Nine out of ten. And obviously, you don't. Give much more perspective than I do. Right. This is definitely lower than the Royal Rumble. Yeah. But I don't want to peg it too high for the rest of 1998. Uh, we'll we have to rank like all 12 at the end. We could. Yeah. I mean, we'll we'll see what we scored them and then like go Got back it. and maybe yeah, think. Yeah. Well, this is actually better than that one. I don't know. Maybe like a 7.5. Okay. What? I'm going to be lower. No. I think the only matches that you need to watch are the last three matches, and. That's so that's like half the card that you give it a thirty seven and a half percent. No, I'm gonna say just three point seven five. I'll go six point five. Okay. I think because I in looking ahead, like yeah, I do have a little bit more prior prior knowledge of what's coming. Right. But that's a a priori knowledge or hmm? those terms. Never mind. I don't mind. All right, mind. and then I guess if you want to pick the best two matches or just all right, the eight man tag. And then, um, I like the Vader versus King. I just like. Vader. What about you? Uh, I'd probably go the ten man tag. Okay, mission domination. Yeah, with that, and then. Do you wanna? What would you say now? Out of these four, is your is the Rumble match still your favorite match of the year? Uh, yeah. Okay. What about you? Uh, I think I'm going to move. I like this match a lot. Green Man Tag? Yeah. I don't know how I can move it, though. No, you can't. They don't. They just go over go over to the side and switch on the columns. It'll look highlighted. Just highlight the cell for now. All right. In yellow. 
and then just change that highlight. No, not the text, the one next to it. Yeah, yeah. I had the real rumble for me. Yeah, that would have to reorder it. Okay. I see, I see what you're saying. Okay. Yeah. That and makes sense. Yeah. Yep. Good. No problem. Cool. What are we watching? What are we watching for March? What's the pay per view? WrestleMania, the oh, showcase of the April? Immortals. Huh? Oh, I thought that was going to be in April. No, no, no. Uh, March is March is WrestleMania because it's wait, always no, it's late. It's always late March, early April. Okay. Okay. So sometimes it is in April. Yeah, but yeah, usually yeah, mm. it's about half the time. But it's is, always is it, it's celebrated at like, the end of March. Is it like Easter? Or yeah, it, Easter? it basically is Easter. Yeah. I mean, it's always during Lent. Okay. All right. Well, then I know, I know what we're watching. Around, yes. Oh, this is going to be a long one. Yeah, it, no, this was back when it was reasonable. Okay. Uh, it's a three-hour pay-per-view. Okay. So, yeah. No, I'm looking forward to it. Like I said, I, I like this continuity. Yeah. I think it's a really good reinforce way. all the uh, different players and yes. storylines. Yes, definitely. So, cool. Yep. All right. Until next time, we'll see ya. Thanks, everyone. Bye.
not knowing if we did or lie. Something's over. 